Happy Feast Day of St. Paul of the Cross. Pray for us. This is the Holy Hour of Power. My name is Jesse Romero. My partner, Derry, is doing some apostolic work. This is the Terry and Jesse show. Uh, I'm a Catholic with a Ph.D. in common sense, but I'm actually going to have somebody with a Ph.D. on on the second segment, the second, third, and fourth segment, Dr. Daniel O'Connor. We're going to be talking about UFOs. There seems to be a debate in the Catholic Church. Not on my mind. I, I think they're demonic. I don't believe in UFOs. Uh, I'm not convinced by the arguments. I've heard the arguments from Catholics that do believe in UFOs and extraterrestrials. I think they're weak and shallow. I'm going to bring Dr. Daniel O'Connor in the second segment. We're going to talk about UFOs. Uh, I watched some of his videos, and I was saying, hey, this guy and me, we're tracking in the same direction. So I figured I would have him on. I've been wanting to have him on for a long time anyhow, so it's a good excuse to bring him on. By the way, family, October's a month when the Catholic Church dedicates to the Holy Rosary. Remember, as Catholics, Our Lady asked us to pray the daily rosary at Fatima. And she's also asked us in many other apparitions to pray the rosary. To St. Dominic de Guzman, Blessed Alan de la Roche, St. Bernadette of Subaru, uh, the three visionaries at Fatima, St. Louis de Montfort. The Holy Rosary is a Marian devotion which several popes throughout these centuries have endorsed. They've encouraged the faithful Catholic to pray as a manifestation of our filial trust and love for the Mother of God. And we also know the powerful intercession which Our Lady, as Mother of God, has in front of the Blessed Trinity. To me, the, uh, the, the Rosary is my uh, 50 caliber machine gun. It is my Christian bandolero. Yep. And uh, don't leave home without it. By the way, just a couple things I want to mention before we go on to uh, today's topic on UFOs, which I know people are going to be, they're going to be engaged in this topic. Just want to mention on, on some of the items or the issues of the day. Did you know that Trump beats Biden in a hypothetical poll? Former President Donald Trump, who's been out of office for about two years, is leading President Joe Biden in a hypothetical 2024 matchup, according to an October Harris poll, which revealed that overall 45% said they would choose Trump, followed by 43% who answered they would choose Biden, and 12% who remain unsure. Also, did you know that there's a new CBS poll, which was released on Sunday, that found that a majority say that Democrats and Democrat-led policies contribute to the economic crisis voters are facing. So yes, the poll is saying that voters are blaming Democrats for money woes. 48% said Democrat policies had harmed the economy, while nearly two-thirds said that President Biden bore either a lot, 45% of the blame, or some of the blame, 26% of the blame, the responsibility. Also, Blasphemy alert. The Democrats use Our Lady of Guadalupe. There's a new campaign ad from pro-abortion Catholic Senator Catherine Cortez Mazzo, another fake Catholic Democrat from Nevada. And she features behind her a statue of the Sacred Heart of Jesus and an image of Our Lady of Guadalupe behind her. This was done on purpose. So the video presents fake Catholic Cortez Mazzo as deeply traditional and pro-family and religious, of obviously in an apparent bid to win over Catholic and Hispanic voters ahead of the November elections, Cortez Masto, the state Catholic, she already holds radically, she holds pro-abortion positions that are completely out of step 
with the majority of American voters and definitely out of step with Hispanic voters. Finally, the White House renews COVID warnings. So here we come with the, with the, uh, the fake warnings again. The United States on Thursday extended the public health emergency status for COVID-19 pandemic weeks after President Biden declared that the pandemic is over. And now his administration is uh, doing a power play on him. Uh, Now the administration is saying that they're going to extend the order through January 11, 2023, as health officials like Fauci warned that once more of a winter surge. You know what's funny? Biden says something, then he gets corrected by his staff, and the next day or the next week, they completely say the opposite. This guy's not running the country. Somebody else is. This guy is just a puppet for the globalists. He's a puppet for the left. Hey, let me give you some soul food. A little bit of soul food. Today, at the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, the gospel that was read was Luke chapter 12, verse 49 to 53. And a lot of people ask me, you know, phone calls, emails, conversations, Jess, my family's divided, my, my, my sister's a witch, my brother-in-law's a homosexual, my, et cetera, et cetera. Guess what? Welcome to this broken world that we live in. All of our families are divided as a result of sin. Sin has caused, sin and Satan and people's free will have caused the division that we see in the human race within our family. In fact, our Lord Jesus Christ told us in today's gospel that he did not come to establish peace, but division. Here's what our Lord said. Jesus said to his disciples, I have come to set the earth on fire, and how I wish it were already blazing. There is a baptism with which I must be baptized, and, and how great is my anguish until it is accomplished. Do you think that I've come to establish peace on the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, a household of five will be divided, three against two and two against three. A father will be divided against his son and a son against his father, a mother against her daughter and a daughter against her mother, a mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. What is going on here? I thought the Lord Jesus Christ came here to bring nothing but peace and shalom. Well, yeah, that's going to happen at the eschaton. It's going to happen at the second coming of Christ. That's going to perfectly happen at the church triumphant in heaven. But here we're the church militant. We are battling with our own disordered passions. We are battling against our fallen nature. We are battling against a world that's basically under the control of Satan. And we're also battling Satan and his demons themselves who are invisible spirits that we can't see. I believe, by the way, they're UFOs, and we'll talk about that in the second segment. So our Lord talks about fire today. Fire is a symbol of God's presence and love, according to the Old Testament in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 24, and also according to Acts chapter 4, verse 23. Fire is also a symbol of God's judgment on sinners, according to the book of Leviticus chapter 10, verse 2, and Matthew 22, 7. Also, fire is symbolic in the Bible of divine purification, as we see in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 7, and the Catechism of the Catholic Church 696. Our Lord also talks about this baptism that we must be baptized into. This baptism that he's referring to, it's a figure of Jesus' passion when he will be immersed in suffering and death 
but will rise again to a new life. That's the reference to the baptism that he's talking about. And this is explained deeper in the Catechism, paragraph 536 and paragraph 1225. Our Lord also in verse 53 today talks about that there's going to be division in the family. Why? Why is that? Because loyalty to Jesus is even more important than family unity. And peace is possible only, only, only if we embrace Jesus Christ in faith. That's why people are divided. Because some people in the family are all in for Jesus. And some people in the family don't want anything to do Jesus. That's where division comes in. Let me talk to you a little bit about St. Paul of the Cross. Feast day today. Pray for us. In his youth, in his, in his youth Paul of the Cross... He was a native of Ovada and Genoa. He spent a brief time in the military, but left to devote himself to prayer. When his uncle, a priest, left him a significant inheritance on the condition that he would marry, Paul forfeited the inheritance, taking only his uncle's breviary. And at the age of 26, while still a layman, he conceived the rule of a new order. The Passionist Priest, living a life of mortification and poverty, the Passionist take a fourth vow to proclaim the Passion of Christ. St. Paul of the Cross says, in his, write, in his writings, bury yourself in the heart of Jesus crucified. Desire nothing else but to lead all men to follow his will in all things. Close quote. St. Paul of the Cross died in 1775. Pray for us. He sounds to me like St. Paul the Apostle, where St. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 2, I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except for Jesus Christ and him crucified. Well, the next couple of segments, I'm going to have a conversation with Dr. Daniel O'Connor. A couple of weeks ago, I had uh, Dr. Paul Figpen. He's also a Catholic theologian. Uh, he wrote a book on extraterrestrials in the Catholic faith, and he posits, again, he, he, he holds to the position that there are, there are UFOs out there. I think he's a good man. He's written many good books in the past. I just don't agree with him on his uh, premise and thesis uh, in, this, in this latest book, but I still hold him in high respect and high regard. Uh, Again, I think this whole conversation about UFOs is being prompted by NASA reports of UFOs, our government, uh, the mainstream media. And again, even you even have Catholic Vatican astronomers who are promoting the These are priests, scientists, astronomers who are promoting the ideas of UFOs. So I thought that I'd bring Dr. Daniel O'Connor. I, I saw him on YouTube. I've known who he is for years. He's a, he's a good man. He's a wise man. He's a good soul. He speaks truth. And I watched him uh, really dismantle the the whole idea of UFOs and extraterrestrials. The video that he did is called The Untold Truth About UFOs and Aliens. I think it's a part one and a part two. I watched part one. I'm going to watch part two later on this week. But uh, many of the things that he says, these are my views as well. I believe that that, uh, these UFOs, these extraterrestrials, I believe that they are demonic manifestations like, like St. Paul said in 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen, 14, that uh, the devil could appear as an angel of light. We are out. We'll be right back. Stick around. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. We're back. I got a PhD in common sense, but Daniel O'Connor has a PhD, an actual earned PhD. Daniel, welcome to the Terry and Jesse show. I, f- I feel like I've known you for a long time. 
I feel like I've known you for longer. I've been following your stuff for a very long time. I'm a big fan, so thank you for everything you've done. I'll just correct you on one thing. I'm, I'm working on my PhD. I don't have it yet, so I'm not oh, okay. Daniel just yet. But uh, yeah, got I, got, I found pause. I've been working on it for four years, and they kicked me out because I wouldn't take the jab. So <laughs> that's, where, oh, gosh. Um, yeah, wow. that's where I'm at now. You know what? They also did the same thing to... Um... Uh, he's, uh, he's, an, he's, he got, he, he got, he has that ministry called the Overpopulation Research Institute. Uh, yeah, he wrote a PhD thesis and they, he suffered the same thing because he was not politically correct as well. Hey, mm. Daniel, tell my audience, I'm sure they know who you are because again, uh, Orthodox Catholic circles seem to be very small these days. So a lot of us share audiences. Tell the audience, who is Daniel O'Connor? Give us a quick bio. Absolutely. Well, Daniel O'Connor, that's me. I'm a knucklehead from New York. That's what I go by. But I'm a, uh, I'm a philosopher. I teach philosophy at a State University of New York Community College here in upstate New York. I, uh, my, my passion, though, that's, I mean, that's my job, and I love it, but my real passion is the faith. Mm-hmm. And particularly, I feel my mission is proclaiming the divine mercy and the divine will. Mm-hmm. But generally, certainly the faith. That's my life, and I'm trying my best to keep my readers and listeners in the safety of Catholic orthodoxy, which, as you said, is getting smaller and smaller. Absolutely. Yeah. The reason I brought you on the show is because um, I had uh, Paul Thigpen on the show. Tan had asked me to interview him, and they, I, I said, sure, sure, you know, as a favor to Tan. He wrote a book called Extraterrestrial Intelligence and the Catholic Faith. I didn't read it. I, and uh, as we started, as he started talking, I started in my mind, I'm saying, oh, I disagree with that. He's a good man. I have I, I have respect for him, but again, I just disagree with his ideas. So I saw you on the internet, and and you systematically have done your homework, and uh, you've really, really given the other side, or what, what I would say, the side that I think common sense. Uh, so t- tell me, Daniel, my position is from just reading church history and just just from reading theology and philosophy, I believe that UFOs are a demonic in origin. Uh, again, I think the Bible uh, tells us that the devil could appear as an angel of light. I believe that these are demonic manifestations. Why? To take our eyes off of Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, and to make us de- ch- uh, chase these demonic shadows. So to me, I think it's a wicked deception to get people to reject the truth uh, and to start you know, chasing these delusions, and we end up believing what is false. What do you say, Daniel? You've done the homework on Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Yeah, I've done homework and I'm doing more because this is something it looks like I'm going to have to do more writing on because this this delusion is spreading. And and first, I'll just say I agree with you completely. Paul Thigpen, he seems like a great guy. I have no disrespect for him personally. It's just an issue I happen to disagree with him on. Um, but yeah, he, uh, I've looked at some other works of his and they, they're excellent. So, but with this particular question, there's so much confusion and ambiguity because we've got people in the Vatican saying, oh yeah, there's aliens. And when we discover them, we're going to have to completely reread our faith. And when you see things like that being asserted by, by Jesuits in the Vatican this time around, uh, that's a huge red flag. I hope it's a huge red flag for everyone. And it makes you think, as you said, Jesse, about St. Paul's warnings in scripture, that if we or an angel from heaven should preach a different gospel, let him be accursed. And of course, an angel from heaven would never do that. But why did St. Paul warn us in Scripture that that, uh, why did he give this uh, this shocking image? Well, I think it's because he knew full well, and the Holy Spirit, above all inspiring, 
scripture knew full well that the times would come where it would seem that we would have these beings supposedly from heaven coming down and giving us a new gospel, a new revelation. And this seems to me to be the supreme delusion, the, 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 the final greatest and worst deception that we're being prepared for right now. And, and St. Paul also warns in scripture that the times are coming when men having itching ears will no longer tolerate sound doctrine, but will wander into myths. Mm-hmm. And what are our myths today? It's our sci-fi deceptions. Daniel, you know what? I, uh, I just want to back up something that you said. Uh, I think these UFOs, these are demonic, and they're trying to start another religion. Mm-hmm. By by, b- b- they're making they made a whole cottage industry out of this. And I say that because I've re- I'm reading a quote here from Barack Obama, June 6, thousand twenty one, in an interview. He said this. The former president said this. Should alien life be confirmed, new religions would pop up. Close quote. That's Barack Obama. He said that a year and a half ago. Well, guess what? Here's my comment. This is exactly what the Antichrist wants. He wants more confusion, and he wants a new religion to replace Christianity. And we're seeing that right now uh, coming from the globalists. And I think this plays right into the globalist religion. Absolutely. And it's, it's like the best of both worlds for the devil, because through this alien UFO nonsense, he can essentially give direct diabolical instruction to souls and soon i think the whole world once you know first contact is is announced which it probably will be soon by nasa or the government or or some other and some other large organization but once that happens we've got the devil giving instructions through these these ufo alien contact things which will all be him behind the scenes but what can he achieve through that it always used to be that for him to really possess a soul, really give direct instructions to someone, he, he's sitting there, he's, he's got to basically choose, do I do this or do I keep him as an atheist? Because I can't have both. If, if, if this person realizes there's a devil and demons, he's also going to have to realize there's the supernatural order in general and therefore God. But through aliens, he can keep people as atheists while still getting everything he wants, giving them direct instructions. And that's why I think this will be the deception of all deceptions it's the new religion it's the it it gives people something to be enraptured by apart from god and we've been prepared for this groomed for this for decades now through our sci-fi which i'm not condemning there's nothing wrong with some innocent enjoyment the problem is when we start taking these sci-fi deceptions and making them the lens through which we interpret reality which is what too many people today are doing Daniel, I think you've also done a brilliant job uh, in, in several of your videos. I've seen you quote uh, paragraph 356 of the Catechism. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, we know that the Catechism of the Catholic Church, given to us by St. John Paul II, is a sure norm of the Catholic faith, of the of the Catholic and apostolic faith. I'd like yeah. you to share that and explain that to the audience, how that uh, section of the Catechism does not allow for the possibility of UFOs or extraterrestrials. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll just, I've got the catechism in my hand right now. I'll read it directly so that, I, so that I get every word right. Paragraph 356 there, it says, Of all visible creatures, only man is able to know and love his creator. And, if, and I'll just stop right there. There's a few more sentences after that that also confirm the same uh, truth here. But that teaching alone, if you just take it as its word, I'm not spinning it, I'm not twisting it, I'm not trying to explain it in terms of my own premises here. I'm, if you just take it as its word, 
it absolutely rules out aliens because visible it says of all visible mm. creatures first of all we know what all means it means all it does it really means all it doesn't mean or just people in the particular trillion cubic miles we refer to as, as planet earth no it means all and it's that's confirmed by the fact that it says all visible it makes it's clearly a universal all there because it's referring to everything that is visible in other words everything corporeal and think of the nicene creed we refer to god of all things visible and invisible that's another way of saying he's the creator of everything there's the visible and there's the invisible the invisible is angels and of course many of them fell and became demons we know that angels can know and love god of course but they're not corporeal they're not aliens they're, they're spiritual beings they can they can manifest as that's what's going on with this alien and ufo stuff they can manifest but they're not themselves visible beings they're spiritual so of all visible beings the catechism says bluntly absolutely bluntly here only man that is only human beings only descendants of adam and eve all human beings are descendants of adam and eve that's also church teaching all he only human beings can know and love god now some of the alien believers out there they try to say okay well i guess there can be aliens they just can't know and love god that is absolutely contrary to god's goodness god would never create a rational being that couldn't know him and love him. And that's also contrary to another teaching mm. of the faith and in the catechism that tells us clearly rationality alone suffices to know God. Now, that's not enough to have faith. Of course, we need faith. But the point is, you can know God by reason alone. That's also church teaching. So if you put those two together, you see that this teaching, the catechism reiterated in the sentences following it, it rules out aliens. And if you want to be safeguarded from deceptions today, there's a number of approaches. I, I, a spiritual warfare, rosary, absolutely above all. You know, try to be a saint. But here's one really, really sure norm: the catechism. A simple, plain, honest reading of the catechism. That's gonna guard. That's gonna guard you against the vast majority of the deceptions out there today in the church and in the world. Good stuff. In fact, the Bible tells us uh, that uh, in the last days and times that people will wander into myths. I believe that today's myths are, the again, the entire sci-fi genre. They've taken it to another level. The whole UFOs, ETs, the whole alien propaganda. I think the elites, NASA, the government, I think, uh, I, I think that one day they're going to say that we've made contact with aliens. And, and, and actually, they're going to be communicating with demons. And you're going to have a lot of low-information Americans that are going to swallow this hook, line, and sinker. And uh, these aliens that they're going to communicate with are demons. They're going to communicate a false gospel. That's the danger with all of this. We've got to stay within divine revelation, sacred scripture, sacred tradition. And uh, again, I think we're, we're, we're just wandering off into areas that, uh, that are dangerous, that, are, that, yeah. that, that could be the kingdom of darkness. Mm-hmm. And it'll be it'll be a mix, I think, of diabolical, actual demonic instruction and the global elite just seeing this as their golden opportunity to be the mediators of their own to 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 present themselves as being the teachers of the alien as being the mediators of the aliens when in fact they're just pushing their own agenda on us. You know, we're we're coming out of the last two years of COVID tyranny, to over two years, they're going to need a new tyranny. They're going to need a new excuse moving forward to tyrannize us. Yeah. And who knows? They'll come up with all sorts of excuses through the alien stuff. And this, I, I did want to emphasize also that I do think this is coming. I mean, it's clearly already happening. 
and that's clearly the direction they're leading us in with just the, the they're boiling us like the frog in water proverb. It's just getting worse oh. and worse and worse slowly but surely. But it's not just about what might happen in the near future, almost certainly will, but it's about what's happening already. If you look at what's happening already with this UFO alien stuff, as our Lord said, judge the tree by its fruits. So look at the fruits that alien belief has caused in the world today. All of it is either blatantly demonic or new age or occult or, or some other twisted, uh, messed up approach to life. That's what you see everywhere where people actually create groups and congregate and act on their alien belief. Um, you don't have to do that thing called nut picking where you go into any movement, you try to find a few crazy, particularly crazy people in it and try to Dan, hold the that whole thought. Movement. Hold Absolutely. that thought. We're coming to a hard break. Jess Romero, Dan, uh, Dan O'Connor, we're talking about UFOs. Stick around. We'll be right back. Good stuff. Good stuff. High information. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. The devil can appear as an angel of light, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. We're talking about UFOs. Dan, I want to ask you a question. I think that this whole push towards UFOs by some people in the church, this is, this is an extension or the continuation of modernism in the church. And I'll tell you why I think that's so. Uh, modernist theologian, I found a quote a while back ago, Father Karl Rahner, uh, he believed in UFOs. You also have a lot of the Vatican astronomers right now, uh, Giuseppe, Tanzelli, Niti, and others. Right now, Vatican astronomers, they also believe in UFOs. These guys are priests and scientists as well. Also, I wish uh, the Holy Father would have watched your video, the the the, the one you did, uh, the, the Untold Truth About UFOs and Aliens, because he was asked probably a couple of years ago in an interview, they said... Uh, Pope Francis, so what would you do if you encountered an alien? He said, oh, I'd baptize him. I, I wish I wish the Holy Father would have said, that's not possible, paragraph 357, 356 of the Catechism, bam, 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 but he didn't do that. So to me, this is an extension of modernism in the church. Am I onto something? I, 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 I agree, agree completely. completely. And, and it's, it's, um, um, the, it, it, it seems, seems to be, to be like, like the... the the, the, the single umbrella under which they're able to synthesize all of these various apostasies because it seems that they are not contradicting it almost seems that they're not contradicting any individual dogs and yet it, it, as St. Paul says and the last times there will be scoffers and I'm paraphrasing I don't have it in front of me but they will hold the form of religion but deny the power of it and, and what, what does this, this whole alien UFO hypothesis give us the opportunity to, to give them the opportunity to do? To make, make it look like, like all this salvation stuff and Jesus and the church and, 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 and the saints. And, that's all just one, one little tiny aspect of the big, big picture. Because there's, there's all sorts of other gaps. There's all sorts of other civilizations out there. There's other incarnations, as Carl Rahner said. There could be other incarnations, which is really just... So, so blasphemous, in my view, to even say there, there could be, be other incarnations, incarnations of God, God other than, than Jesus Christ. Christ. 
that, that we, we say that we, we profess that he's the only begotten Son of God. God. And I, I hope we, I hope we realize, realize that we mean only when we say only. So, so it, it gives, gives us the, this gives gives the ability to just make everything in the faith seem so small, when in fact our faith is everything. It's all encompassing as universal in the greatest sense of the word universal you can possibly imagine. But by, but by positing, positing other, other incarnations, other churches, other civilizations, other species of rational beings in the universe, you've just given, you've, you've just enabled all these various heresies of modernism to flourish, I'd say. Yeah. Hey, Dan, you're, uh, I can hear kind of an echo. I wonder if this is on our side or your side. Uh -oh. I can hear you, but there's an echo. Uh, mm. I love your, Sorry I love about your, that. I love your content. Okay, uh, go ahead and talk again. Okay, okay, let me, uh, let's see, am, am I still, still echoing, echoing here? here? Yeah, you're still echoing a little bit. Let me make, I'll, I'll, as, as you're figuring it out, let me just make, make a comment. There's a, I'll tell you why, there's a lot of people that claim that they've been abducted by aliens. And here's something interesting. I was watching this movie, I think it was put, I think it was put out by Protestants. It's called Alien Intrusion Movie. And in this movie... A lot of people that say that they were, you know, forcibly abducted by aliens, they were pinned down on their beds. As soon as they started crying out, Jesus, 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 in a heartfelt way, these things went away immediately. Which again, tell, uh, that's a strong indication that these were demons and not aliens. I mean, why would aliens, right. uh, you know, and also, right. here's, here's something else very interesting. Uh that I found in this in this little video called uh, Alien Intrusion Movie. The Air Force and NASA has clocked some of these flying objects traveling at 7,000 miles per hour, which we don't have something that travels that fast, and also clocked them making right-angle turns at 7,000 miles per hour. Well, guess what? We have nothing in this world that can travel that fast. We have no plane, jet, or rocket that can travel that fast, much less make a right-angle turn at that speed, which to right. me, that's a strong argument that these are demons, because demons can do that, uh, you know. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and, and, I, and I just, by the way, I just plugged in a different mic. Is this any better? Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, excellent. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. No, yeah, no, so, no feedback now. Awesome. So that's the other key here is that this is there's so many ways we can discern the demonic at play here. And one way is that that which is physically impossible happens. Now, demons can't work bona fide miracles like God can, but they, they do have great power over matter and they can make these false signs and wonders that themselves would appear to contradict the laws of physics. Now, people say, they, you know, the congressional UFO hearings, even we've got congressmen saying that these must be aliens because it's contradicting, quote, what we know about physics look i i know that we don't have science completely figured out of course not but let me just assure you and from my background as an engineer also that there is no way that any if if there were aliens and there's not they would still be just as bound by the law of conservation of momentum and mass and energy as we are there is no technology that can circumvent those laws of nature those are absolute if you see those violated you know right away that something preternatural or supernatural is happening mm. now it's not from god or an angel because they would never deceive an angel would never present as an alien that's absurd so this if you see something impossible happening and it's related to ufo alien stuff you can be quite confident that's demonic in nature that's right. I also think, Daniel, that that the whole UFO push, I, I actually think that this is 
this may be an extension of Darwinian evolution. What do I mean by mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. The whole Darwinian evolution, you know, ethic, which is survival of the fittest. Well, well, guess what? Now the scientists, they're applying Darwinianism to outer space, and they're making these bold assertions about these aliens are the epitome of survival of the fittest. But again, this has no basis in science. This is science fiction. It's not science. Exactly. Exactly. And that's this. A lot of this does get back to the evolution conjecture, the the false, which is all false. The evolution for the last couple hundred years, almost evolution has been the salvation of the seculars. That's what they look to for all of their understanding of, of reality of nature. That's what they look to for their hope. But it doesn't. But but their their what their complaint is that it's not happening fast enough. You know, we're not evolving fast enough to the omega point or whatever they they say that's bringing us towards. So where are they looking for the fruits of evolution, that which is their false god? They're looking to outer space. The aliens will be presented as the more evolved beings, and unfortunately, so many of the faithful are falling for this also because mm-hmm. they've too many of the faithful believe in evolution. Which let me just it's a complete lie. Both. An atheistic evolution, Darwinism, certainly that's a total lie. But I would, and I'm not speaking for anyone else here, so I don't want to embarrass you, Jesse. I'm with you. I would, with I would you. reject, yeah, I would reject theistic yeah. evolution also. I, I reject it yeah. completely, evolution. Same so here. It just, it gives you this notion that if you just give randomness enough time, it magically generates design, which is absurd. Contrary to logic, there's no scientific evidence for it either. But it's also theologically deeply flawed because it, it, presents human nature the epitome of god's creation we know that man and male and female is we are the rational beings in nature we are the pinnacle of corporeal creation but that this came about by chance by mutations in our genetic code over billions of years or whatever but if you believe that and you look at how big the universe is what they what these ufo and alien believers take those premises and they say that must mean that there must be aliens out there, if you just look at how old the universe is or whatever, and they must be even better than us. They must have taken this same process that brought us about as human beings. It must have gone much farther in these aliens. So what we need to do is we need to look to them for our enlightenment. And the danger in this is these these Catholics are, are succumbing to these thoughts, which seem to not contradict any dogmas, even while, as St. Paul said, removing the power of all of it. You, you keep the trappings of religion, but the substance of it, the power of it, it's like yeah. emasculated because it all seems yeah. small now. And it's happening right now. It, this isn't just a fear about the future. As I said before, look, look up, uh, judge the tree by its fruits. If you look at the most popular, most common movements out there founded on alien belief, you're going to be coming like I, I was doing some research into uh, Dr. Stephen Greer's Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. I don't know if you've heard of that, Jesse. But yeah, yeah, I haven't read anything of it, but I've heard of it. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, and I, I'm going to do more research in this moving forward. But I took a look at some of this, some of their most recent documentary that came out. It just came out two years ago. It's already viral. It's already wildly popular on Amazon. They've got tens of thousands of reviews, which implies many millions of viewers of this uh, movie. And he, this guy, Stephen Dr. Greer, he is he's got thousands upon thousands of followers all across the world that's growing wildly and he's teaching them all to make this mystical contact with the ufos that are hovering around supposedly and if you look at his teachings on how to go about achieving this mystical contact with the ufos 
it's the same regimen for how you'd go about getting diabolically possessed if that's what you mm. want to have happen to you. And it's happening right now in huge numbers. Hmm. Well, this reminds me of uh, what St. Paul says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, for the time will come when people will not tolerate sound doctrine, but following their own desires and insatiable curiosity will accumulate teachers and will stop listening to the truth, that's the gospel of Jesus Christ and divine revelation, and will be diverted to myths. Close quote. Today's myths are the entire sci-fi UFO, the entire alien propaganda. But I'll tell there you, the, the globalist has, they have the media. They have uh, the mainstream media. And so that's a powerful forum. Uh, again, just like uh, Joseph Goebbels told his boss, Adolf Hitler, if you just keep repeating a lie over and over again, keep pounding it day in and day out, people will believe it is true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing to us. It's it, it's there's there's psyops, there, psychological operations. That's what they're doing. This where they're psyopsing the entire human race uh, through UFOs and again the jab and and vaccines. We're all going to die, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, right. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Uh, they have to stick create around. the crisis. Absolutely. St- stick around. Hard break. Uh, we've got Daniel O'Connor, Jess Romero talking about UFOs. Uh, stick around. This is good stuff. This is red meat Catholicism. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Jess Romero, Daniel O'Connor, I believe that UFOs are wicked deceptions caused by Satan because people reject the truth. And therefore, the Bible tells us that God will punish us with these false delusions. And these UFOs are these false delusions so that we end up believing what is false as a result of the fact that we rejected Christ. And uh, what, what these gullible secular humanists, uh, what they believe is that these UFOs are like the saviors from another world. But what they are is really demonic manifestations that are taking us down the rabbit hole uh, to hell if we follow mm-hmm. it to its logical extension. What say you, Daniel? Absolutely. And I'm glad you quoted there before the break, the whole uh, passage from St. Paul that we had just alluded to earlier, because I had forgotten the, the, all the details of that. He, he talks about how it's because of insatiable curiosity that men will wander into myths because of their itching ears, their refusal to tolerate sound doctrine. And why is it that what was good for the entire history of the church is somehow not good enough anymore? Then we've, mm. Christians have always taken have always assumed that the Bible's that salvation history as given to us in, in Revelation, it's not missing any chapters. God told us about the creation of the heavens and the earth, and he says nothing about other, about alien civilizations. And of course, people, you know, the alien believers, they say, oh, well, the Bible doesn't say anything about microbes either. Well, microbes have nothing to do with our faith. But whether we are the sole incarnate rational beings that's fundamental to our understanding of salvation the incarnation the redemption our relationship of of creator and creature that's fundamental to accuse god of just of making all of these other beings but leaving them out completely from the bible what i would say that that's asserting that salvation history is missing chapters and when you go down that route when you decide that 
our that that God's divine revelation to us could maybe be just this very partial thing that just doesn't even cover the important stuff. You've just opened yourself up to massive deception, precisely the kinds of deceptions that are brewing right now. I think uh, this whole thing goes back to the garden where the mm -hmm. devil told Eve, did God really say? Mm -hmm. And I think he's telling a lot of people uh, today in our age, did God really say you're the only ones in the planet? Did God really say you're the only ones that his son Jesus Christ sent to die for their sins? And so you have a lot of people, once again, uh, they're, they're following these, as St. Peter says, cleverly devised myths. In fact, St. Peter says in 2 Peter 1.16, we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we had been eyewitnesses of his majesty. So St. Peter and St. Paul both warn us that in the latter times, People, they're going to follow these cleverly devised secular humanist myths. And I believe this is one of them uh, that the evil one is using very powerfully today. Yeah. And it undercuts what we've always been sensible enough to simply acknowledge is the case without it even needing to be explicitly said. I mean, think about one of the other great lies today, one of, one of these supreme lies about nature itself, that that you can be transgender, that that there's all sorts of different sexes or genders and you can change your sex or gender or whatever. You know, the, a, a Catholic LGBT person might argue, and we of course hear this argued in the church today, unfortunately, that there's no dogmas about this. The Bible doesn't explicitly deal with, you know, nowhere in the Bible does it say that you can't become a woman. Okay, well, we didn't, we never needed to be taught that because it was too obvious for any sane person to question before. The mere fact that there's no explicit dogmas on this doesn't mean that we can't be certain about it. And I would say it's the same thing with aliens. You know, this isn't a weird esoteric, this isn't like some advanced scholarly scientific question. This is something that people have always wondered. You know, the ancient pagan Greeks, they posited alien civilizations. All, I talk about this every semester with my undergraduate philosophy students. Um, but all that nonsense, it stopped with the birth of Christianity. Because Christians realized, and the Jews, the ancient Jews never believed that either, of course, because they had divine revelation in, in process, at least. But Christians realized that this gives us, the, that God's revelation to us, it does give us the whole picture. It gives us the whole, it doesn't give us every detail. We know, of course not. But it gives us the general foundation and, and frame. So when we have Christians throughout all history, the whole history of the church, taking as an absolute grant for granted that only man is made in God's image, and we suddenly decide, that in the modern age, we can reject that. What we're doing is we're rejecting the sensus fidelium. And we're doing that in so many ways today. The sense of the faithful. What all the faithful have just always believed. And that's what I, this is a different issue, maybe for a different day, but I think that's what the, what's going on with the synod now. They're rejecting mm -hmm. the sensus fidelium by inviting yeah. everyone to have a vote in what the faith should say. Even people who explicitly reject the faith. Good stuff. Daniel O'Connor, Jess Romero talking about UFOs. Dan Daniel, I think there's this one verse that it fits just like a hand in glove for the topic that we're, that we're discussing right now, UFOs. It's in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 9 and 12. You'll recognize as soon as I quote it, St. Paul says, The coming of the lawless one, that's a reference to the Antichrist, by the way, by the activity of Satan will be with all power, Get, check this out. 
and with pretended signs and wonders, and with all wicked deception for those who are to perish, because they refuse to love the truth. By the way, who's the truth? That's Christ. And so be saved. Therefore, look what God does for people that rejects his son. Therefore, God sends them a strong delusion, UFOs, Mm -hmm. to make them believe what is false so that all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. To me, again, the UFOs are these wicked deceptions caused by Satan because people reject the truth. And so God is going to punish them. Say, okay, you want to harden your heart against me? Here, let me help you. I'm going to give you a strong delusion so you end up believing what is false, since you're already tracking in that direction. Uh, Once again, this is going to lead people away from Christ and down the rabbit hole to hell if they don't repent and come back to Jesus. Absolutely. It's the synthesis of all apostasy. What's what's happening now everywhere, but also what's coming soon, this this wicked deception, this strong delusion. If you that we know from scripture, as Jesse just read there, that this is about the Antichrist himself, who of course the devil will have complete control over. It's not an incarnation of the devil, but it is a, a man who's completely given himself over to the devil. And the devil can just absolutely control and give these false signs and wonders. If there is one thing that the whole world is eagerly waiting for, all the secular people in the world are waiting for, it's the signs and wonders of the uh, entrance of the long-awaited aliens. That is what we are so primed for today, and that is why I'm begging everyone to be aware of the likelihood that this is the strong delusion that's coming soon. Daniel, you know, and you know how easy it is for the globalists who, who run the media, I think it's like six billionaires run like, you know, 95% of all the media. You know how easy it is for them to just gather together in a morning meeting and say, okay, all of our networks that we control 95% of the communication, we're all going to put out this, that there's an Mm -hmm. alien that made contact over here. We communicated over here. You know how easy it is for them to do that? They control 90 to 95% of all the media and you'll have low information Americans and low information Catholics that are going to they're going to say it's on television it must be true, must be true. they're going right. to swallow that hook line and sinker uh because why because catholics are bored with the resurrection they're bored with miracles they're bored with the marian apparitions why i would argue because they don't know them mm-hmm. they haven't they haven't studied them they're not well catechized and again this is a bigger problem this uh the bishops will have to answer for that for the lack of catechesis, because their job is to teach, govern, and sanctify, and they haven't done a good job since post-1965. Mm-hmm. So you got Catholics running around chasing these aliens instead of chasing the cross of Christ. Absolutely. So well said. I mean, that that really sums it up. Minutes, People brother. are bored. Sum, sum it up. I just, you got I just, I'll agree with you right there. I mean, that puts it perfectly. It's it. What inspires people to get so excited about these aliens and these UFOs? It's because they're bored with their faith. And if you boredom is a choice, though, I I do not. I will never let my kids say they're bored because they're that they know they're not allowed to say that they're going to get some other big chore they didn't want if they dare say that you are never let you don't be bored. Boredom is a sin really, I would say, because you're choosing to not take the faith seriously when you get bored with it. You're choosing to not understand the the grandeur of the fact that Jesus Christ is the son of God and he's God himself. He came once, he's coming again. He's begging us to be partakers of his kingdom and to help bring it about on earth as in heaven. And that doesn't excite people anymore. 
They're bored by it. And, and our lady announcing the same message and more apparitions than ever before in history the last century. People, Catholics, they're, they're bored by that. So they, what do they do? They turn that off. They go to the church on Sunday and they turn on their Marvel movies or whatever. <laughs> and that is what has led us to this point. So stop being by Christ, put all your faith in him and he will uh, protect you. Daniel, how can people uh, listen to your podcast? How can people get a hold of you? Oh, thank you. You can, uh, you know, do a search for Daniel O'Connor's blog, or you can go to dsdoconnor.com. And uh, do you also podcast, right? Um, yeah, it's all kind of on on um, my YouTube is where I put okay. most of my stuff up, and it's linked to on my website, dsdoconnor.com. Excellent. Well, we'll have to do this again, my friend. We're absolutely. Uh, since we're on the same foxhole, and uh, I think so. I mean, yeah, just by talking about this topic, uh, you know, we we've uh, polarized ourselves with a lot of people because a lot of people are going to say, mm-hmm. you know, these guys are, you know, oh, we'll close, be hearing it, clo- close, <laughs> close-minded. Right, we're limiting God or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can already. hear We it. are not. We're not limiting God. We're just but, believing. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I take him. I yeah, we just take him at his word. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just realized that, uh, you know, that uh, God can do anything he wants, but it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty clear to me that salvation history revolves around this little planet called planet Earth. Mm-hmm. And why did God make the universe so big? Hey, you know what? Please, God, when we get there, we'll ask him. Maybe mm-hmm. to confuse us, to make us think like, wow, is there life out there? No. <laughs> God probably just did that to make us marvel at how powerful he is. Yeah, I get absolutely. that. Other people don't. Other people say... There must be life out there. No. God just wants to show you how powerful he is so you can marvel at him for all eternity. I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hey, hey Daniel, safe. thanks a lot for coming, my friend. Thank you for having me. It was a, jo- it was a joy and an honor. Yeah, we'll do this again. And uh, signing off here, uh, Daniel's from the East Coast. I'm over here in the West Coast. Uh, yeah, listen to his podcast. This guy's a good man. Read his blogs. This guy's... Uh, this guy's a, uh, he's got a good hand on his shoulders and he tracks in the right direction uh, with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hey, doing my family, best. Pray for me. You got it, brother. God bless you. Keep the faith. God that's bless it. you. That's a wrap, family. We're done. Uh, Jess Romero, Daniel O'Connor. Uh, we are EOW, end of watch, but we're never, never off duty for the Lord Jesus Christ. We are always on duty for Jesus and Our Lady. So, uh, God bless you. Keep the faith. And remember, as St. Padre Pio says, pray hope and don't worry. Worry is useless. What is needed is trust.